You're listening to GGR Pirate Radio. Don't be a juice bag. You're listening to The Overflow with MC Brooks on GGR Pirate Radio. Swing a fly ball, center field deep. Bellinger going back to the warning track, to the wall. It's a grand slam. Howie Kendrick with a grand slam here in the 10th inning of game five. The Nationals seven, the Dodgers three. Do you believe it? Pull the lever, Frank. Run Yeah, yeah. Welcome, welcome, and welcome back to a brand new episode of The Overflow with MC Brooks here on the GGR Podcast Network. I'm your host, MC Brooks, and as you can see by the title, I've got some stuff that I want to say. But before I get into the subject of this podcast, make sure you go to greatgeekrefuge.com where you can find earlier episodes of this podcast, including a great interview series that i did with cheyenne m davis we talked a ton of awesome things from their writing uh anime and sonic and just a a number of other things but in addition to that on the greatgeekrefuge.com you can find that those episodes as well as episodes of our other podcasts such as at the diner such as uh, the gamer den such as fedcon which is our star trek podcast and a, a ton more of content in addition to that, make sure you are following us on all of our social media. We are Great Geek Refuge on Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook, where we have a very active Facebook community. You get to interact with myself and some of the others. And if you'd like to support us, uh, in, you know, financially speaking, we do have a Patreon. We actually just redid the tier list for the Patreon. And there are a ton of really dope perks uh, that will allow you to even be part of the shows, (laughs) which is awesome. So, you know, check us out on Patreon if you'd like to uh, throw us a couple bucks every month. Promise, promise that it's worth it. All right. So I I don't want to waste any more time. Let me let me go ahead and just uh, get into this. I want to start out by making one very simple statement. Right. One very, very simple statement. The CW is full of shit. Okay, let's get that out the way. The CW is full of shit. And Mark Pedowitz in particular is full of shit. I'm going to tell you why. So in case you are unfamiliar with what's been going on in the last couple weeks, uh, the CW, uh, about two weeks ago, I want to say, it may be longer, it could be shorter. My concept of time in the pandemic is kind of all over the place. But the CW canceled a number of their TV shows, right? Actually, before I even get into that, the CW, had, it was announced a couple of weeks, a couple of months ago that the CW is actually up for sale now. And, this, and, and the CW is in the process of being sold because it does not make a profit, right? Um, now, that means a, it, it's, a, it's a big word salad, but like in a nutshell, what you need to know as the listener is that the CW was not really created to turn a profit. It was essentially a way for uh, Warner Brothers to basically put their content out there in hopes that they get to 88 episodes, which I think is the, the number, the, the magic number, so that you can get sync, uh, sync, um, uh, uh, God, syndication rights. And then you can move that show kind of wherever because it's going to then 
you know, you're going to make your money back from that because now it's in syndication. You can kind of put it wherever you need to put it, right? So we need to start there. CW's for sale for that. And and it was announced that even with, even with you know, them, the CW being up for sale, uh, the, the people that are coming in, they're not expected to do much in terms of content, meaning that the um that warner brothers and cbs are still going to produce content for it they just don't want to be responsible for the like the network in and of itself so we have to start there before we really get into the meat of of everything else right so from from there from there uh about two weeks ago it could be longer it could be shorter but uh, around two or so weeks ago we started getting the announcements coming out that TV shows on the CW were being canceled. And there were some heavy hitters that have upset a lot of people, myself included. Uh, Batwoman was canceled. It's the first, the, officially the first show that is set within the Arrowverse to be canceled. Legends of Tomorrow was not far after. Legends of Tomorrow was canceled, I want to say a day or two later. And then over the course of the, that next week or so, we got announcements for a number of other shows. Naomi was also canceled. Legacies was canceled. The Charmed reboot was canceled. And uh, the 4400 and just uh, Roswell, New Mexico, a number of different, um, a number of different things were, were canceled. And l let me also, let me say this too, because this is another thing I definitely needs to be clarified. Uh, a show, a show ending is not the same as it being canceled. So the, the, the difference between a show ending means that they get to end on their terms. When the show is canceled, it doesn't get to end on its own terms. In fact, it just ends with, most of the time, no real resolution for storylines and arcs and characters or any issues that may have come up in the course of the show. So that's an important distinction to make because all of the shows that I mentioned were canceled, right? They were canceled. They're not going to get an opportunity to resolve any of their stories. They're not going to get an opportunity to let you know as the viewer what's going to happen with the characters beyond, you know, where we left off, right? And that's significant because some of the shows that are coming back on the CW, uh, like Riverdale, uh, Riverdale is, is going to get an opportunity to end Right. So Riverdale has not been canceled because they're getting up. They're getting the announcement that it's a final season and they'll get to to wrap up whatever it is that they need to wrap up before that show goes away. Right now, uh, the CW, as I mentioned, they canceled a bunch of shows. But I'm, I'm mostly going to be talking about the superhero shows because those are the ones that I pay the most attention to. That's no shade to any of the other shows that are on there. I can't really speak to how good or bad that they may have been, but I know many of them had very consistent fan bases that really like these shows. I know people that watch Charmed. I know people that watch the 4400. You know, like I know people that watch these shows, even if I didn't. Um, but I can't really speak to them because they were not shows that I that I myself watched. But I'm gonna lump them in while I primarily talk about Batwoman and Legends of Tomorrow, and to some extent, Naomi, because there is, a, there is a theme here, 
And, and it speaks to uh, statements given specifically by Mark Pedowitz. And I want to let you know just how full of shit that man is. And how he, <laughs> he in particular, uh, tried to shift blame from himself for the decisions that he and the other people who work with him made in regards to these TV shows. Now, the timing of all of this was interesting because last week, uh, but at the time of this recording, last week were the upfronts. Now, if you're unfamiliar with the with what the upfronts are, it's basically a giant meeting between networks and advertisers where networks let the advertisers know about kind of what they have coming up for the fall season of television. So the advertisers can, I don't know if they bid or how the process works, but so advertisers can, can get an idea of what they want to do as far as advertising their products and or whatever, you know, for these, for these fall slots, you know, they, they have this ton of ad space that uh, will need to be filled for, for all of these. Right. So, Normally during the upfronts, that's where you hear uh, announcements about a show getting its final season, uh, about uh, a new new shows that are coming up, or what the next season of an ongoing television show is going to be like. So that's the reason that last week we got all sorts of news, uh, such as like we got the She-Hulk trailer uh, that kind of came out, which I like. I get you know the She-Hulk, like the CGI didn't look great. But that's largely because they had to put something together for this up for the upfronts, and I, I highly doubt that between now and August, when the when the TV show comes out, that there won't be any um, any improvements. Right? Marvel has a steady track record of editing and improving things, even after they've released it. We've actually seen this with both Wandavision and Spider Man No Way Home. Where even after something is already out for public consumption, they've gone back to to fix it. Um, but yeah, so last week we got all sorts of uh, information about shows uh, that were coming out for coming out in the fall. You know, both for streaming and for 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 uh, regular regular television. And the CW had their presentation on Thursday. Now, that's why the timing of these cancellations happened was, you know, they were hoping to kind of get those out the way so that by the time when they got to the upfronts, they could just talk about the stuff that they wanted to talk about, which is mainly the new shows that they have coming out, where, you know, they announced there's a spinoff for, um, a spinoff for uh, Supernatural that's coming out, uh, as a spinoff for Walker that's coming out. There's a brand new TV show called Gotham Knights, which is a superhero show, but it is not set in the Arrowverse. It is its own separate universe, and and I wanna I wanna I'm gonna speak about that in just a moment as well. Um, but they they were making all these announcements. Uh, I believe uh, um, Bitsy and um, I can't even remember, uh, the guy who plays Clark on Superman and Lois. Like they were there, Tyler Hecklin. They were there. Um, and yeah, like it was meant to be this big thing where they could celebrate. But the unfortunate reality for the CW is when you go to the the hashtags that they put out, or if you look at if you look under any post that they have put out regarding the new stuff, all they're doing is getting content bombed, comment bombed by people who are fans of Batwoman 
and fans of Legends of Tomorrow because of the disrespect that the network showed towards these television shows. Especially when they announced their fall lineup and they have one superhero show coming out in the fall. Despite the fact that Mark Pedowitz himself said that they are staying in the superhero business. Which is interesting to me because if you're not if you're gonna wait to premiere, you know, Gotham Knights and The Flash and Superman and Lois to the mid season, meaning it'll come out sometime in January most likely. Just anytime between January and March it'll it'll come out. Why couldn't you do a shortened season for Batwoman or Legends of Tomorrow just so those shows were able to wrap up uh, wrap up the stories that were going on and you'd be able to kind of let them ride off into the sunset, you know, without, you know, without any of the, with, with, without like what's going on in these shows just being left hanging up in the air. That's unfair. And I, and the CW absolutely deserves all the smoke they're getting because of, of, uh, because of how those shows were treated. We haven't seen any show in the Arrowverse get canceled. And even as I have someone who has been campaigning for Legends of Tomorrow to be canceled because I don't like it, but I still think it was disrespectful for that because Legends did have a fan base. Batwoman did have a fan base. And the thing with the CW is, you know, like they're, they're a network that likes to pride themselves on diversity, on having, you know, people of multiple races, multiple ethnicities, uh, multiple skin tones, uh, multiple genders or non-genders, uh, sexualities, you know, so on and so forth. Like they, they really pride themselves on being, being, you know, a network that embraces this thing. But then they did not consider the optics of the decisions that they made where you look at Batwoman, you have a, you, a queer, dark-skinned black woman as the lead. The majority of the cast of that show were people of color, if not just black. You had a gay couple be the main couple of that show because we know the CW loves their ships. But you had a gay black couple as the main couple of, of, of that show. And you can tell that the CW is really big on it because they, they, they like to promote shipping like as almost it's like it's almost part of the marketing for any show that they put out like they they really lean into the shipping and and the people who watch the shows because of the shipping in case you're unfamiliar shipping is you know two two characters you know you you want two characters to romantically be together right um so yeah so like you 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 do all these things to kind of highlight it i mean we, we, i mean we can go over to legends as well because Sarah, Sarah also had a gay relationship, was also a lesbian, who's in a, in a relationship with a woman. And you had all different types of people and ethnicities and whatnot on Legends of Tomorrow as well. And it's, it's so interesting that when it came to the chopping block, like these were the shows that you were first to be like, all right, yeah, 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 yeah. No, 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 get them out of here. Get, get them out of here. We don't, we don't need to resolve any of this, right? And it's funny because... Initial reports tried to make it seem like it was Warner Brothers who were involved in this. And you know what? Warner Brothers probably is involved because they didn't want, in, in the case of Batwoman, they didn't want to pay uh, twice the amount for the same characters. Uh, so, like, in case you don't know, you know, they 
the the CW like did you pay to license these characters when you make these TV shows? And so if there's a character that you want to use in more than one in more than one show because uh, because they're not set in the same universe, you would have to pay a different license for it. So like for example, if you wanted to bring in Barbara Gordon to Batwoman. Um, but you also have her on Gotham Knights, then you, you, you're paying two different ones for two different licensing fees for that character. And so if WDB didn't want to do that, I mean, fine. But then, I mean, there's a, there's a bunch of other like behind the scenes stuff too, but I'm not going to focus so much on, uh, Warner Brothers in this case, because they are likely very full of shit too. Because they are also partially responsible. But I, I mainly want to talk about Mark Petowitz. Because I truly believe that the reason behind these cancellations has everything to do with the CW being up for sale. And that's really, that's really it. Like, no matter how they try to mask it as something else, that's largely what it is. So let, let's talk about it. I'm going to be reading some quotes and some um, uh, some some text from this article. So, like, there's an article from Variety. Well, I think I have two articles from Variety and an article from TV Line. And I'm going to quote stuff from them, and then I'm going to uh, kind of respond because I do want to talk about why the why uh, the CW is full of shit. Now, there was a conference call that was held, I believe, on the same day as the upfront, but before the presentation, where Mark Pelowitz spoke to several members of the media and, and you know, pretty much gave more specific answers about certain things uh, as opposed to what was said during the upfront, which was kind of largely nothing. So, you know, quote, we're staying in the superhero business. We are staying working with Greg Berlanti, who has masterminded creatively the CWDC universe. End quote. So they're staying in the superhero business. So that lets you know that it's not a content thing, right? It was an issue with the content. And actually, uh, Mark has a quote specifically about that a little bit later on. But they're staying in the superhero business. And that's, that's important to know here. So let me read a little bit more from this uh, article from Variety. So Stargirl is moving to the CW's fall lineup. The other uh, Flash, Superman, and Lois and Gotham Knights will be will be starring, uh, excuse me, start airing it in mid season. And so, yeah, he goes on to say, "We started with one, referring to Arrow, a decade ago. We have now moved to create a whole bunch of superheroes, and we're proud of it. We plan to stay in that business." No matter what the outcome is with any event of sale or no sale, I think the Warner side realizes the value of having these properties up. DC Comics realizes the value of what it does to their marketability in terms of what these franchises are. End quote. So it's interesting that that happens too because there was a lot of speculation too that uh, with this year being the 10-year anniversary of the beginning of the Arrowverse, that there was going to be something that was done to kind of highlight the fact that, you know, hey, this thing that's been going on has has lasted 10 whole years. Now, obviously, several shows have come and gone, namely Arrow, uh, Supergirl, uh, you know, uh, Black Lightning, even though it was a later addition to the Arrowverse, but in addition, nonetheless, um, 
that there was going to be something going on. And this seems like, the, you know, given the fall line, that seems like it's not really, really going to be the case, right? Now, let me read this part here. Pettibus went on to say that he could offer no guidance on what the future of DC Entertainment will be amid rumors that they're looking to overhaul the division. He did point out that the, the CW's T, DC shows have been shown to connect to the larger DC universe in recent crossover events such as Ezra, Miller, um, Ezra Miller's Flash when he showed up in Crisis. You know, uh, I, th I found that to be interesting. I don't... I don't 100% buy it because of the name, namely because of the decisions that they, that they made. I can't imagine the decisions that they made did not come without any correspondence with Warner brothers in regards to maybe what some of their plans may be for some of the properties uh, that they, that they have some of the, because like it's well known that it's well known that, the CW shows have had limitations placed on them as far as what characters they've been able to use um, and what characters they have not been able to use. There's so I say all that to say, like, there's a reason you've never seen Batman, you know, show up. Right. There's there's a reason we haven't seen uh, Green Lanterns show up, even with even with all the allusions to their existence in the Arrowverse. But I can't imagine that the decisions they made were made without any correspondence to the to Warner Brothers. So I mean, he's probably right in terms of him not necessarily knowing the, exactly what they're going to do. But I'm sure because they still because they have to work with Warner Brothers in terms of you know keeping these shows coming out year after year, shows like like The Flash and Superman and Lois. And excuse me, and and several and got the the newly coming Gotham Knights. There's obviously been some correspondence about this because it's not like they just decided to just do this without any information or without any correspondence with Warner Brothers. But that wasn't all that Mark had to say, right? So I'm going to move over to this article from TV Line. These articles are about three or four days old, so. I want to read this part here. Quote, I realize this pattern is different from what we've done in years past, so I can see why this came as a bit of a shock to you and the fans. Look, none of these were easy decisions. We had long conversations with our studios and parent companies. This is what I was, this is what I was talking about just now. Um, with our parent companies, and everyone recognized that this was a time of transition for, for the CW. So unfortunately, some difficult financial and strategic decisions needed to be made at, at, the, at every level. Despite some of the rumors out there, I want to be very clear. Content was never a factor in deciding to move forward with the show. We are very proud of the stories we told, the producers and writers who created the shows, and all the talent that we're fortunate to have had on this network. I have always been a bastion of giving a long-running series a proper ending, so our creators can finish telling the story on their own terms, and the fans who have invested all of this time are hopefully satisfied. We tried to do that this year. End quote, right? So I, I've read like several things and there's a lot to unpack uh, unpack from that, right? But as I said, they had conversations with the parent company. So that's why I don't like, I, I can't take him at his word from the thing I've read previously because I know you had conversations with them about this and I'm certain that they had input on why you made the decisions that you made. There's no reason to show like Riverdale and I know there's no reason to show like Riverdale, which had the second worst ratings 
on the entire network that was on a Sunday slot, which is basically like a death slot. Like, yeah, I guess we'll throw you on TV. That 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 got a renewal, and that's going to get an opportunity to get an ending, whereas Batwoman and uh, Legends of Tomorrow don't get that choice. Right? Like, that. It's, it's, it's clear that ratings were not a factor. And I guess, uh, yeah, yeah, sure, content was not a factor. But it's money, right? Money. And and I'm going gonna, I'm not, I'm not to talk about it just yet because I do, have, I, I do want to talk about it a little bit. I do want I, I, I to talk about the, the financial aspect and how this, um, how this plays in, right? But they say content was not a factor. Which may be true, but the optics of this do not look good. Look at the shows that you chose to cancel and look at the ones you decided to uh, renew. The new ones that are coming out. I was watching, you know, the highlights from the upfront as they were coming out. And the only thing that I could cut, that, that I really was able to discern is, wow, there are a lot of white people on these shows. There are a lot of straight white people on these shows. You can feel however you feel about the quality of Batwoman or Legends or some of the other shows. But they're like the optics of it do not look good. And Mark sounds like he's full of shit. He sounds like he's full of shit. You you can't just cancel these shows with these communities that you have actively I don't I don't want, I don't want to say the P word. But these the, the, these these communities and these these the fan bases that you have clearly tried to get invested, and now that they're invested, you're just going to discard them because now now you're like, oh, okay, we need to make ourselves look good, so we'll we'll get rid of all this other stuff, right, right? It's 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 really fucking wild, but also really fucking disappointed. Right, I'm disappointed. I have no excitement about anything that the CW has coming out because why should I be? Why should I be? You, so the CW has entered in that territory, kind of like where I'm with Netflix now, where it's like, why should I get invested in this show when you're just going to cancel it? Why, like, for what? Why should, like, why should I care? I shouldn't, and like at this point, I, I, I largely don't. But like this, this, this last element too that he speaks about. I've always been a bastion of giving a long-running series a proper ending. Bullshit. Legends of Tomorrow was on was on for seven seasons, seven seasons, and they did not get an ending. You you cannot say that I I wanted to do these things, and then you make a decision that directly contradicts it. You can't do that. You can't say we wanted these shows to to have a proper ending, but I just decided we just decided not to because we had to make a hard decision. Well, why didn't you make the hard? Why didn't you cancel Riverdale? Hmm. Why? Why does Riverdale get to get an ending? For what? Why? Why does Why does Riverdale get the ending? And, there's no good reason, <laughs> um, and and I'm and, and I'm gonna go I'm gonna go even further into this. So from the same article, 
Uh, it says that Pedowitz went on to explain that the CW went into this year with a general idea of which shows could be bubble shows. Amid the network's rumored sale and its uncertain future, quote, we did not know 100% what was going to happen, so we encouraged all those producers to treat their finales as if they could be series finales. We wanted to do the right thing by the series and by the fans. Ultimately, the producers are stewards of their own creative visions. They are the storytellers. We, at the CW, always strive to be collaborative and provide guidance and direction. Unfortunately, sometimes there are fans that lose out by those decisions, and that, I emphasize, is never anyone's intention. Mark, you are full of shit. You are completely full of shit. Like, shut the fuck up. Seriously. Like, all of that you said is a giant word salad. And you're full of shit. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you why you're full of shit. Because the way you worded that right there, you very clearly tried to avoid having any accountability in, in the shock that came with these shows being canceled without them getting the proper ending that you, you alluded to being a bastion for. Right? You, you, you're like, oh, we had a general idea. So we just kind of encouraged them like, hey, you know, if you if you just want to end your show, make it like a series finale. That'd be that'd be, you know, we that we'd really we really like that. that. That'd be great. That'd be great. They're trying to shift the blame here. That's why they're like, yeah, we encourage them to treat their finales as, as if they're series finales. Because what that tells me is that you wanted them to do that so that when you made the decision to cancel it, it was never your fault because you gave them, the, you gave these producers and showrunners the option to treat them like series finales. You didn't say, hey, this is, there's a good chance this could happen, so do it. Like, or hey, this will be your series finale. You wanted to be like, oh yeah, you know, that'd be, it'd be great if you could do it. You know, like it's 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 so lazy. But like you you can't tell me that you're a bastion of, of of these shows getting an ending and then you make the decisions. Especially with your 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 very white fall lineup with new TV shows that are coming out. And I'm gonna emphasize your very, very white fall lineup that are coming out with TV shows and you put the lineup together. It's not like that decision was outside of your hands. You could have very easily in the fall given Batwoman or Legends six to eight episodes to properly wrap up their story. And that way, the fans could have gotten an opportunity to get some sense of resolution for these characters that they've invested all of this time in. Like, it's no surprise that Legends and Batwoman would trend on Twitter with regularity, right? That's not an accident that that happened. It's because you really got these people invested and now you've left them hanging out to dry, but you're trying to escape accountability by, by, by saying, well, if they, didn't wrap, if they didn't wrap up their shows, well, that's not our fault because we told them that this was a possibility. Yeah, but guess what? It was a possibility that it wouldn't. And you were not being forthcoming with them. You weren't. And you weren't being forthcoming with the fans either. And trying to place the blame of them is completely cowardly. It makes you a coward. It makes all the people at the CW cowards. Take accountability. Just say it was my fault. It's on me. We made the choice. Don't don't talk to me about, well, you know, if they didn't wrap up the story, that's not... No, no it's on you because you made the choice. You can try to sugarcoat it any way you want to sugarcoat it. You made the choice.
It didn't have to be that way. It didn't. It didn't have to. Uh, it didn't have to come with these with these shows just flat out ending with no resolution. With 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 you with you waiting two weeks from the when these uh, when when you announced these cancellations came out. With with you having the showrunners and the writers' rooms for these TV for these shows out here on Twitter trying to do the damage control, that's not their fault. It's your fault. But when you're when you're a coward and you don't want to you don't want to put your your face out there, you know you don't want to put yourself out there to take in all of the criticism and the anger and and whatnot that that stems from this. That's what happens. You do cowardly shit like that. That's that's so that's it's so crazy to me that you that 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 you and the people that you are in you know connection with at the CW would do this, but let me let me talk about it too because this is this is where the financial aspect comes into it. So as I mentioned at the very beginning, the CW is up for sale. The CW is up for sale right now, right? Their whole thing is the CW's never made a profit. Blah 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 blah. Right. So. What they're doing right now is they are nostalgia pandering in hopes to get those fan bases riled up because, you know, Walker, Texas Ranger, and Supernatural, two of the biggest shows that, you know, we're at the CW. So obviously you're going to do spinoffs for them, right? You're going you're gonna to give them an opportunity to, um, uh, to, 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 to add more lore to those universes and get those fans in, like truly invested in, and watching these new shows, right, with your 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 bright eyed white leads for the for these TV shows, right? So, and and let me let me let me be fair, let me be fair, because not all of them are white, but many many of them are, and I don't believe that that's an accident either. So, you, the CW's for sale. You're doing these spinoffs because they are guaranteed money. You know that people are going to tune in to watch them when these shows come out. You're 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 going to print money. So the reason that they shade they cut off all of these other shows that featured all all tons of people of color and people of the LGBTQ community and people of all just all different uh, uh, communities and whatnot is for this. It's because it's a money it's a money grab. You make yourself look way more attractive because you know the stuff that you have coming out is going to do numbers, right? You, you know for a fact that it's going to do numbers. And it makes you look better because now you can see, hey, all of our shows that are out there are doing X, Y, and Z. And you don't have... It's, 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 it's no different than, you know, if you are in college and you're taking, you're taking all of these courses and you have straight A's and then you have a C in one class, right? And... Instead of, you know, doing better to, to make that C into a better show, you're just like, oh, I'm just going to drop the class. So now it, now it just looks like I have all A's, right? That's what the CW is doing with this. They're, 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 they're banking heavily on these shows being knockouts because they're already pandering to fan bases that have ridden with them for as long as they did before, right? That's, that's what this is. They're, they're banking heavily on season nine of The Flash, still doing consistent numbers. Superman and Lois still doing consistent numbers. On Gotham Knights, doing, excuse me, on Gotham Knights, doing the kind of numbers that they want 
for that show. Doing another Batman IP without Batman in the show. Like it's it's crazy to me. It's crazy to me. They're doing this, they're doing this to make themselves look more attractive for whomever whomever's going to buy them, whether it actually be Nexstar or some other company that swoops in, because now they look like an attractive destination because they are because they will already have a ton of content that's on there that's already going to do numbers for them. But then with them with uh, them also talking about the fact that they are that they are going to be open to accepting different types of content from, you know, outside of CBS and Warner Brothers, right? Uh, that they're looking to get into more sitcoms and even some reality TV because uh, both the, both those, by comparison to the CW, by, to, to some of the other, the dramas and the superhero stuff that they do, they cost way, way less to make, especially reality TV. It costs way, way less to make it. So, like, they're trying to make themselves look good, and that's why they did it. They literally were, were willing to sacrifice all the different communities that they claim to be champions of, all the communities that they, they claim they wanted to be allies for, just because they wanted to make a dollar and make themselves look good. Like, Mark Pedowitz, you should be ashamed of yourself, for one. But, for two, like, stop bullshitting the people. Stop bullshitting us. We're not dumb. All right? Be Be honest. That's all you got to do. Be honest. Most of us can see what this is. When you when we read the stuff you say and the way you word things, not only what you say, but what you don't say by how you word by how you word things, we can see through the bullshit and we can see that you are full of shit. Just be honest. Just be honest. And like I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say just person just personally, like I outside of the shows that I that I currently watch, like I'm not inv- I'm not investing into anything. I'm not, I'm not getting invested in Gotham Knights. For what? For what? Why should I be invested in it? For what? Why should I give a shit about that? I shouldn't. I should not. And I'm not going to. And I don't think you can be upset with any of the people um, who are fans of any of the shows that you've canceled or just fans of your network in general for feeling the way we feel about it. Because you're very much full of shit. And you don't need to talk to us like we're too and incapable of understanding what you're actually trying to do is. Just to, just tell us you wanted to save money and you wanted to make yourselves look good. And you decided to say, fuck the communities that rode with us on this journey throughout the years. Fuck these communities um, who were making our shows trend on social media. Who were, who were every bit as invested as the people actually working on the show. Who were, who were, who were, who were making you who are making these shows profitable, who are making them entertaining. They deserve so much better. The fans of these shows deserve so much better than you or anyone at your shitty-ass network uh, could have given. We deserved way better. And so I hope that the actors and the writers and the producers and anyone who worked on these shows are able to find work because that was the other thing too. It was very shitty at the time in which these stuff this stuff was announced. You announced this stuff after pilot season, meaning many of these people are going to be on the market and it's going to be hard for them to find work and to find jobs because you know the the casting calls and the the processes to find people to work on these shows has already long passed. And people are already in those positions now. 
And so now there are a number of people who could potentially just be out of work for a bit because of how you decided to go about doing this. That's not cool. And so to end this, Mark Pedowitz, you're full of shit. The CW, you're full of shit. Warner Brothers, you're full of shit. You should all be disappointed in yourselves. And I hope your new shows tank. I do. Because I'm not going to be watching. You, 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 you do not deserve to have success after how you treated the people who even made your shows uh, um, um, marketable to begin with. They deserve so much better. We deserve so much better. Just be honest next time. All right? Full of shit. That being said, got myself riled up, but I've cooled down now. Um, I want to thank all of you all for listening to another episode of The Overflow. Make sure you go to greatgeekrefuge.com where you can find earlier episodes of this podcast as well as episodes of some of our other podcasts as well. Make sure you follow Great Geek Refuge on all social media. We're on Twitter. We're on Instagram. We're on Facebook where we have a very active Facebook community. And if you'd like to support us financially, make sure uh, you find us on Patreon where we just redid our tier list. Got some really dope perks for only a couple bucks a month. That being said, I will catch you all next week. Peace out. This has been Pirate Radio Network Production Juice Bags. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, boy.